Abba Yahweh, your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, that I not lean into trying to understand the things that are of this world, Father, and not to declare that, and my lack of understanding. Your guidance, your working, your hand, your knowledge, your wisdom, these things that you bless me with so that I can bless others, Father God, and it is for that declaration that I share with my brothers and sisters. Lead us, Father God. Lead us through your love, your grace and mercy in the Holy Spirit to teach and guide us. Have a Yahweh, Amen. Yeshua, Amen. Parakritos, Amen. So, I am going to share with you that that God is is so great and he brings me word and I love the fact that that he does this to me when I'm looking and and seeing for for an answer that that I lean in to find out what's going on because he responds it's so beautiful I love this and and um I have found and through his illuminating this thing that I have something that I do I you know I I'm not sure where it comes from the, my military time and being an instructor in the military and various things that that go on whatever the reason but I I sometimes preface a conversation with God is like God I just don't get it I don't understand why are they why is this and that's not for me to understand brothers and sisters it is not for me to understand and this is some of the seeds of the weeds that the enemy throws in to sow, to confound, to confuse, to discourage, seeking understanding on the temporal plane, and that we don't need to have that. We don't. And this is one of the things that are put in us. We always look for understanding and trying to figure something out. And when we think that we have something figured out, then something else comes up, and then we get all muddled up and we get tied up in that. And this then leads into happenings governing our happiness. That's not what it's about. We don't need to do that. God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to lean into him and hear his word and his guidance through the Holy Spirit for our lives, brothers and sisters. But the enemy, Satan and his minions, they come through and they will cast these seeds of weeds in our thought process to get us concentrating on things in the temporal plane and not in the heavenly plane. They get us to be that way, to think on these things, to try to figure all this stuff out, to, to plan excessively. Yes, excessive planning. Everything's got to be mapped out. Everything's got to be understood. Everything's got to be laid out just right. And then when it doesn't happen, we get all agitated. We get upset. And then we start trying to figure it out, some different way to do it. And then it also leads into workaholism. You give up time for prayer. You give up time for Bible study. You don't even go to church because you've got to go do something else that you have planned to work on. And you don't have time to get to the child's soccer game recital or school play or special program that's going on because you have planned something else. And then trying to figure out all these things, trying to figure out how you're going to pay this bill and that bill because... You don't get what's going on, so you work extra to get it done. Seeds of weeds, brothers and sisters. I'm going to share with you from Proverbs 3. 
My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add unto thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them down on the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and men. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall they, thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. And that scripture is not talking about the wisdom and understanding of the temporal plane that we reside in right now. It's talking about heavenly, the word of God, the knowledge, understanding, and wisdom of the Father. That's where it comes from. That's where the happiness comes from. That's where true peace comes from. We get muddled up in these things on this plane of existence where we're residing right now. And I use that term residing because this is not my home. My home is in heaven. I'm a son of God. I believe in Jesus Christ as the only begotten son of God. And I have faith in my father, God. And he promises that I'm going to go there and reside with him and Jesus and all my loved ones that have gone before. That's my faith. This is my residence. I'm on a work visa here. I'm on a work visa here to do my father's business so that everyone will have an opportunity to hear the gospel of the father God and the good news gospel of Jesus Christ and that everyone has an opportunity to do the same thing, to choose to accept Jesus Christ, to choose to have faith in God and not in mammon. It's a choice, brothers and sisters. God gave us a free will choice. He made us that way. We could be robots and just go around, but then that's not love. That would be conditional. God shows agape love. That's what God does. It's the agape love, love without condition. Jesus Christ, filled with that from the Father, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall have life. Life, life, and not perish. Perishing, I've shared with you, is not whether you live or die. Perishing is eternal separation from Jesus Christ, God, and your loved ones. You'll never be able to be with them because you perished. Romans 5, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the glory of God. But not only so, but we glory in the tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because we love, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. 
Wow. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. Brothers and sisters, that is so profound. Those words, while we were yet sinners, and even now, even now, and I, my father's business is to, is to share the gospel of God the Father and the good news gospel that there is a way out of these things that the world has pressed us into. And that way is to accept Jesus Christ as the only begotten son of Father God and to have faith in God. And in 2 Thessalonians 3.16 now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always. By all means, the Lord be with you all. God's desire is that we have peace. And David wrote about it in his turmoil and his troubles and the things that were in his mind and the things that were going on with him. I've shared with you that David had troubled, troubled thoughts. He had a troubled mind and heart, but he always turned to God for an answer. He didn't try to get that answer, but from God. And he always praised God. And he acknowledged God. And he said that God would lay him down and give him peace and slumber. God desires us for that, brothers and sisters, and that peace doesn't come in trying to understand and figure out anything. Will that really give you peace? But the seeds of the weeds that the enemy plants, we think that. But then once we figure out one thing, something else comes up that we don't understand we have to figure out. Oh, I just don't get that. I don't understand that. Well, that's because we're trying to figure it out in our own minds. Lean not to our own understanding, but that knowledge and wisdom of Lord God are sovereign through his understanding. Hear with spiritual ears and see with spiritual eyes and not that of man. And that's where the true understanding and the peace comes from, brothers and sisters. When the disciples were locked themselves in the upper room and they were in such turmoil because Jesus Christ had now been crucified. Their master and teacher was gone. What were they going to do now? And now the Jews were on the hunt. They were on the hunt. And this well before Paul came along because that's what they hired him to do. The Romans and the Jews came together and they hired Paul. And what did he do? He hunted down Christians. He burned out their gathering places and churches. And he helped to kill Christians. So they were afraid. And lo, who showed up? Through the locked door, Jesus Christ. And the first thing he told them, peace be unto you. 
God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit can bring peace to us, brothers and sisters. It's not the happenings that determine our happiness. It's the joy of the Lord is our strength. Rejoicing in the Lord brings peace in this trying to understand and figure things out all the time that are going on around us. And, and I fall into that trap and I'll sometimes, you know, I'll be walking the dogs and I look around and I see certain, certain things and sometimes, you know, and, and I converse with God as we're walking and, and it's, Father, I just don't understand. I don't get that. Why? And I need to stop that. And he put that for me this morning, this word he brought out to me. We don't need to do that because we're never going to get an answer here. It's not going to happen, brothers and sisters, because as soon as we think that we have one thing figured out, something else is going to come up and it's going to cause that dissension in our mind, that derisiveness that comes in, which the enemy wants to drive, separation from God and leaving the focus of the word, the prayer and the gathering. That's his desire, to keep us apart, to keep us, brothers and sisters, apart from one another in the body of Christ, to keep us apart from Father God, our sovereign Lord, and not to pray, not to study his word, and not to go to church. And when we get caught up in trying to understand and figure things out, then he'll throw something else in there. Brothers and sisters, I've shared this with you and I'll share it with you again. Simply because we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and have faith in God does not mean that our walk is just going to be nice, melodious, elevated above the ground and we don't stumble or trip or step in a hole anywhere and that we just float along. It doesn't work that way, and it won't work that way because the enemy will send his minions, snakes and scorpions, which we have been given authority over, to try to knock us off our walk to seek closeness with God the Father and leaning in. They try to knock us off that path all the time. When Jesus Christ talked about the two gates, the one gate was wide and the path was smooth and easy and everybody wanted to go that way. But the gate, the gate of righteousness, the gate of truth, the gate of eternal prosperity is narrow. And the path is not an easy path because the enemy continually will try to knock you off. Get you to stumble and fall, be discouraged, shrug your shoulders and give up and then take a turn out and go to that other road. Brothers and sisters, be strong, be of good courage. Throughout the word of God, he reminds us of that. He also reminds us and promises that he will be with us always. Always. And Jesus Christ is the light within that we need to shine out and reflect to this broken, dark place that we reside in. My work visa says that I'm to be about my father's business and I agreed to do that. That blank contract that I signed with a blood of Jesus Christ in my fountain pen that God leaned down and handed to me. I signed it. I don't need to see what the contract says. I don't care what the contract says. Contracts of mammon come in and we try to figure it out and understand it, read the whole thing and the double speak. And then we have to get an attorney to explain it all to us because we can't figure out what's being said. God makes it plain and simple in his contract. Accept Jesus Christ as my son who I sent to die for you Have faith in me, and I will provide the Holy Spirit to help you.
Here's the pen. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Sign my name. Absolutely. Didn't have to try to figure anything out. He made it plain and simple. I am. I will be. And I promise to always be with you. Period. I believe that. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed day. Be encouraged. I pray for you on my going out, my coming in. I do. And God has made it so apparent in his word and his promises. Lean into God. Lean not on our own understanding or try to have anyone else on this plane of existence that is not biblically taught or believes in the word of God to try to explain things that are not understood. I'm going to share with you that Solomon ran into some problems. I mean, he prayed, the only thing he prayed from God, and God said that he would give him anything that he desired. That's pretty intense, that the sovereign Lord God Almighty would give him anything he asked for. The only thing that Solomon asked for was Father God, Yahweh, your wisdom. I just want wisdom and be able to be the best that I can be through your wisdom. And he gave him that. Solomon was the wisest man on earth at that time. Very, very wise. And so wise that when the two women, one a thief, had stolen the other woman's baby and then came in, they were fussing back and forth and back and forth. Solomon sat and he was pondering this thing and he said, I have it figured out. Here, we'll cut the child in half and each one of you can have a part of the baby. Knowing and being a wise man that the real mother would not allow that to happen. She would not let her child be destroyed. And she came up, she said, no, 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 let her have the child. It's okay. And the other woman didn't say anything. She just kept silent and was going to take the baby and go. And in Solomon's wisdom that God imparted to him, he knew that the real mother would not allow the baby to be killed. Sadly, now that we have that going on, sad. But brothers and sisters, Solomon also had a fall because he tried to figure things out and he became confused. And and when he fell into that state of confusion, then he started to uh, follow false teachings and idolatry. And he ran into some problems. But brothers and sisters, God is always there when we run into problems and turmoil. And and as the word says that through these things, it works patience. It teaches us that. And a pastor growing up had shared that we have to be careful of what we pray to God for. So when you call on God and you ask him to give you patience or help you with patience, trust me in this, that there will be tribulations. There will be trials that come and you will learn patience through those things. But if you get so agitated and so dejected and then you get discouraged and you give up, just remember this, you asked for it. (laughs) So be cautious in what you ask God for because he loves you. He's going to give it to you. You want to be patient? He'll give it to you. You don't have to ask him for it though because he'll, he'll share that with us anyway. But if you ask for it, you'll get it. Brothers and sisters, I love you. Remember to be in prayer, 
seek his face, seek his understanding. Don't look to understanding from mammon because it's not going to happen. No matter what is happening on this face of this plane of existence that we're in now, where we reside, my residence is here. I have a work visa. I'm staying here. This is not my home. Passing through is what I am. We're not going to understand anything, brothers and sisters, and it's just not going to happen. But if we lean into God and we open our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes and we see the word, he will give us understanding. And he will help us. And he will not leave us nor forsake us. Throughout his word, he promises that. And these attributes that God shows and he shares with us are not because it's the thing to do or the right thing to do. That's because that is his character. And throughout the word of God, it says that God is love. It doesn't say that God shows love or God says love. It says God is love. He is truth. He is wisdom. The names of the Father God are his character. He is our great physician. He is our shield. He is our banner. He is our provider. El Shaddai, Adonai, Abba Yahweh. Brothers and sisters, have a blessed day. I love you. Be of good courage. Stand upright in his word. Lean into the Father.